Testing, testing, testing. Blah, 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 blah. Ready, set, go. It's time for the Coach Amy and Coach Liz Show. A podcast for endurance athletes by two athletes, two coaches, and a physical therapist. We are your hosts, Coach Amy and Coach Liz. Coming to you from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Hello. You, you. <laughs> okay, so we are going to talk today about our first... I don't want to call them failures because we, we were actually talking about oh my gosh, failures wait, first. Wait, what? what? Oh, I have this great, fantastic quote about. Okay, what is it? Oh my gosh, I should have brought it. It was like, once you're through a failure, we no longer call them failures. It's like that's when we start calling them growth opportunities <gasps> or like it's like when you're in the failure, when you're in the moment, it feels like a failure. But then once you're through it we always change the language around it. And yes. so it's not, like, that's where we do our most of our growing. Yes. It's such a great quote. I will, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it, yeah. Oh, because it's one of my favorites. Okay, okay, yay. Okay, okay. so, um, so we'll call these, we'll, we'll, we'll call them initial failures that became growth opportunities. That's what we're going to talk about. Okay. We're each going to give an example of one from, well, our first one. Our first That one. was the point, was the first time that we had a failure. Well, hey, let's put it around quotations. So you go, Liz, first. Hi, <laughs> I can see Amy looking at my notes. No, I didn't. I can't, oh well, I can't even read that from here. Are you I know. Me? Well, I can't even read it looking here because my handwriting looks like I'm having a <laughs> cardiac event. Anyway, um, <laughs> I digress. So, um, you know, and so you had just suggested that we do a podcast on our first failures. And I was like, oh, there's a whole, so many I could pick from. <laughs> right. So, but I was thinking back to um, back when, like, you're first introduced to sports. And back when I was, like, you know, you're young and you're, um, you play soccer and basketball and all of those things. And um, do you? Well, I didn't. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, you know, you did. sorry, I, I did. You. And you know, if you are fortunate enough to live in a community that offers those, and yeah. you know, you have finances and stuff, so yes, I did. <clears throat> I did. I got kicked off all of them because I sucked. But <laughs> so this is. <laughs> but this is the thing: is I I look back to that now, and because I wasn't um, like I wasn't fast, I was not aggressive. I mean, I really, I honestly still really don't give a shit about sports ball. Like I can't right. tell you one thing about. The sports right. balls. Um, but I think the mistake, and I, and this wasn't like a conscious mistake at all, but I feel like I, it really, I think, profoundly impacted my, um, my mindset was um, because I wasn't like the fast one or the ones that the, you know, and if you weren't fast, the coaches didn't pay attention. And so it automatically sent a message about your place on the oh, team, yeah. right? Um, and so I assumed... And I can say this now, I didn't know at the time that this was happening, but I assumed that I didn't have a place in sports. And Mm -hmm. so it just removed me from any engagement at all. Like, I remember even in gym class, we had to do, like, the high jump. And I used to go and hide. Like, I'd hide around the corner. Yeah, and tell this little shit. He would tell on me. He was like the class bully, and he'd tell on me. So then I'd have to go do the high. I still my verticals like literally two inches. I did it at the sprint center. Uh-huh. No, I have zero. a terrible vertical jump too. Absolutely terrible. Two inches. It's like it doesn't even register at the sprint center experience. They're like, 
shocking, you know, but it was like, it was mortifying. And then I'd have to go do the high jump, which I couldn't do. So I'd like run into the mat in front of the whole class. I mean, it was really pretty mortifying. Right. And I don't know how I kind of stumbled into swimming, but even when I got into swimming, I mean, I was, I was never a fast swimmer by swimming standards and I didn't swim for the most intense team in town. And I, it really, it took me like probably 40 years to and actually, you know what changed it? When I started coaching and I watched like young kids I was coaching and then even adults I was coaching and watching how they felt like they didn't have a place in sport because they weren't the fast ones or they weren't like their motivation for, for doing it, even if they were fast, wasn't to win it. They weren't super aggressive. They didn't have that like like the mentality that we associate with with really your right to play in sports, especially in the United States. And I started and I was like, what the hell are we doing? You know, we have these, like I would coach young kids and you'd have these kids that were just, I remember this one little guy and he was so awkward and just like he came to start swimming and, you know, he was socially awkward and like, it was just heartbreaking. And I watched him over the course of our season learn to swim breaststroke. And it almost makes me tear up because by the end, he was so proud of what he'd done. And he'd mastered this thing and he'd, you know, he'd reached his own personal goals. And it really, he was so excited about it. And it didn't matter to him somehow that like, you know, he still wasn't the fast kid on the team, but you just had this opportunity to really impact somebody's life. And it didn't matter why they were participating in sports. And it made me realize that that had been something that I had carried with me. Like that, like I was not, you know, I was participating, but you know, it's like the people who say, um, I'm only doing a 5k or I'm only doing a 10k or I'm only Only doing doing it for fun and totally discounting their participation because it's not like the really aggressive stuff. And so I don't think that was a, and the, and the other thing that really drove that home for me was actually when I lived in New Zealand and there was a totally different approach to sports there in terms of give it a go is sort of like the country motto. And it's like everybody, right. And so it's like, of course people participate in it. And you know, there isn't this mentality around like having to like make an excuse for yourself to participate in sports, even if you aren't like in it to win it or the best person on the team. And so that it wasn't a conscious mistake I made. I think it's really like a cultural disservice that we do to people in terms of participating in sports. And that is one of my, I mean, that is like probably the one thing I feel most passionate about because it's just like your ability to move and how you participate is not only your own thing, but it's such a powerful force in your life. Like it's such a catalyst for so many things. And I just, it took me so many years of feeling like I didn't belong and I had to make excuses and I was embarrassed and I felt shame because I wasn't in it to like be this, you know, I didn't want to be in the premier soccer travel team. And I got demoted off of that and I got demoted off the basketball teams and I, you know, all of these things. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like we need a, we need an adjustment in our mindset, in our cultural mindset about, you know, how and why we get to participate in sports and, you know, it's your own thing. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like that really took me such a long time to understand. And I hope, I mean, that's what I really, that's the first thing that I hope to instill in the, in the team that I work with. Like, yeah. you know, F it, man, you got your own, it's your journey. Yeah. You decide. You Nobody do you. gets to tell, you do you, you yeah. do you. And everybody's going to support you in that. Yeah. Right. It's not, you're not you doing you by yourself. Right. You know. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So So you. Mine is more like a very specific example. (laughs) Yeah. Because, and I think people will be really surprised because they, 
there's maybe this perception that, oh, you know, you're a runner and you qualified for Boston. You must be like really good, you know, runner. And in some respects, I naturally was a relatively little fast runner, like just just naturally had a little bit of that ability. But so like on the playground, right? Like I would be the first one to finish mm-hmm. around. And that's how I was attracted to the sport was just in gym class. What's the warm up? Mm-hmm. take these laps and yeah. I was like what well, kind of just want to get this over with and so I would run as fast as I could and the track coach was like uh excuse me you're you're now gonna be on the track team <laughs> and I started off with like hurdles oh like God. literally because I I was okay I was a gymnast when I was young mm. so I you know had the timing kind of ability that kind of thing not a vertical jump a forward jump <laughs> and like vaulting I had a little bit of speed from that so that is where I started so um my first failure was uh, my first cross-country meet ever. Oh, gosh. So let me back up and tell that little story. Okay. So first of all, I don't even know what cross-country is. So I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I can remember this very clearly. And my mom gets this phone call. And she's like talking. I'm like, who are you you know, talking to? And she gets off the phone and she says, you're being um, you know, recruited for the girls' cross-country team in high school. Okay. So this is before my freshman year. So the summer before. And, you know, do you want to do it? And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. I want to, like, that sounds like fun. And, you know, you go to the first picnic and you meet all the people. And you're like, I love these people. And you start training. And you start training on the road. Okay. I don't even know what cross country is. I never asked. You know, you run on the grass. I know. (laughs) You run on the grass. It's terrifying. And it's super hilly. And, you know, and it's two miles. This is not hurdles on the track. Okay. This is not the 400. This is not. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, and I, I look back and I was like, I, how could I have been so naive, you know? Oh, and eventually, that's eventually, uh, well, okay, but I was kind of naive. Um, not in a bad way, just like how in, inexperienced. Um, but eventually, you know, we would do training on the grass. We would do 800 repeats. But this is my first, you know, first track meet in still kind of summer. So I show up and, and we've got these spikes. I'm like, oh, huh. Okay, so we I, we just start running on this grass and these hills, and I do not I I end up not finishing this race. So somewhere along the line, I don't know how far it is. I'm like, oh my god, this is hard, and I'm throwing up. You know, this is too hard. And here's what happened though: I didn't finish that race, but there were um, guys on the because we had you know the women and men's uh, cross country team and these experienced you know juniors seniors on the cross-country team were there when I was, during that failure, literally walking off the course, and them, like, holding my hands, you know, helping me, and um, not making me feel like a failure. This is okay. This happens. Come back and do it again. You're going to learn from this. Um, And really, to me, I was like, I found my people. This is a community. So I kind of had, like, this opposite experience with that first failure in that... There was this, and I, I really think this is the running community. Yeah, Like, this is my experience with the running yes. community, and I have stuck with it ever since. And yes. it was that very first experience. Now, we had great coaches and everything else, too, and a lot more other things happened to keep me in the sport. But that was my first failure. Aww. And ever since then, I, you know, that, yeah. I changed. love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That's my little story. Oh, can I insert one? Yes, with the oh extra? My, of course. <laughs> so I have to tell you. 
So I swam in college and then um, I was done with my senior year of college swimming. And so I, you know, it's done. And I decided, you know, what the hell I'll go out for um, track. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had always run to cross train and I had some friends that ran. So I, you know, I'd been running for a long time, but just to cross train for swimming. Um, and so I go out and it's our very first track meet and I'm a distance person. So I'm doing, I think it was like the 10 K in college and that's a tough one. Well, I mean, Tanky's you know, tough. I, that is a really tough race. I mean, okay, but you know, I, like swimming was my thing, and so I was like, I don't know what this is. This is fun. I like the people. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> um, so sure, it was going to be hard, but you know, I didn't have much on the line except I was standing at the start of the track, and you know, I would love to say that the stands were full and there were all these people, but it's a track meet. Who am I kidding? There were probably like one person there, but nonetheless. <laughs> We're standing there and the gun goes off and I trip and everybody in the race takes off around the track and I am laying there like my first track meet with both spectators face planted down and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was, it it was actually really funny. And my school was small. I mean, it was hilarious. Like, did you get up? Oh yeah. I ran, my knees were bloody. My hands were bloody. I think I hit my face. We just kept going, girl. Right. You just, you're in it to win it. Just right. kidding. Well, you know, it. sometimes these little um, bobbles that happen like this yes. actually can give you some steam to, like, even run oh, yeah. a better race, which that's a whole other, it was, like, podcast. It was funny. But. I mean, I think my friends were there, and they. it was it was funny. I mean, I feel like now I tell it, and it sounds like it was, it was maybe a little mortifying, but it was fine. It's embarrassing. Fine. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, it is a little embarrassing. But you got. But I fall a lot. But you got back up. I used to fall up. a lot. <laughs> but you got back up. I did and it. you did it. I did. You it. didn't walk up and go. I did it. I ran right through it, baby. <laughs> well, because you didn't get hurt. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. So as an adult, what was your biggest? No, I'm not. Uh, there's too many. There's a lot of failures. Uh, you go. Oh. Well, I mean, I definitely feel like my first uh, adult. Adult yeah. failure was, it was coming into the mindset that rest is the enemy. I mean, I just blew myself apart. Okay, so like not doing recovery. Refusing yeah, we actually recover. talked about wouldn't that. recover, yeah. wouldn't sleep. Yeah. Okay, I just thought of my adult. Well, okay. is a college adult? Yes. I mean, I feel like you know, sure. Okay, so in the same theme of like I found my people the running community right I went to college and I didn't I wasn't going to be running for the like I was like okay that we're not that's not gonna be part of the experience you know and I rushed and joined sorority and all that and I was like I miss the running community and the running people well we should have found like the local run club (laughs) but instead we decided to be a walk-on on the Texas Christian University uh cross-country team what (laughs) yeah yeah it was not I have to say. At TCU? At TCU. I did walk on cross country. Okay. But we failed. Yeah. We did not last. Um, mm. Now, here here's a couple of reasons why I think. Um, one, you know I don't like to run in the heat, and it was Texas in the yeah. summer, and it was like 150 degrees, mm. right? And I'm trying to keep up with these people, and... Um, the And back in the day, I don't know that they still do this, but back in the 80s... Um, I was, I was, I didn't weigh very much, okay? And I was told to lose weight. Oh, yeah. That's and a, what was oh going to be my, I mean, literally part uh-uh. of my walk-on was stepping on a scale. Uh-uh. And my nutrition regimen was salads. 
Oh my gosh, that okay. gives me hot. I know it makes you kind of it makes you sad a little bit. And um, so with that approach, then no. what I ended up happening to me is I had a um, mono a, a resurgence of mononucleosis, yeah. and I was basically in the infirmary for a week sleeping the yeah. entire time no. and on medication and that was it i quit no so that's like you Lauren know freshman uh good for a girl that book she talks about that history of of the running culture in college and that kind of stuff and exactly what yeah. you're talking about it's a I great book actually no i know for a fact because i've had some athletes that i've treated that are scholarship athletes and i won't tell you where they've gone yeah but uh so maybe this was about 10 years ago mm-hmm. And I got a call from a coach mm-hmm. that said, what the hell? She's out of shape and fat. And I was like, oh, my God, she's not injured. I mean. And she wasn't fat. No. Okay. It's so really dangerous. It is dangerous. So it, I think it probably still does exist. Oh, yeah. I hope that yeah, no, there's change occurring. I um, think. Like that book. Good for a Girl by Lauren Fleshman is a must-read. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, that's topic. Yeah. Um, So this has gone in a different. Our podcast is kind of going in a different direction on a a topic here that's we're both very passionate about. The first time I met you, I the this isn't our. We have a podcast. Oh God. (laughs) Where we um, explain how we met each other, right? And my the very first my first impression of you, well, well, literally, you were yelling at someone on the phone about (laughs) nutrition supplements. Or, or it was just like, it was like, um, yeah, what was it? It was like, some, oh, replacement diet things or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but you were very passionate about it. We both have a, but anyways, so that was a con- contribution to my failure. And I, I, I do, I would have liked to have been able to, that would have been fun for me to be a walk-on and to be able to have stuck that out, Yeah, I think. But, but we live and learn. We live and learn. And... As it turns out, I maybe I didn't need to be running at the time. No. Yeah. No. We have ended up where we're supposed to be. Yes. And so, you know, I don't know. Share your first failures with us. We all have failures. We've and this these are not Liz and I don't just have two failures. Oh. <laughs> we have God. many more, but we're not gonna bore you with <laughs> I could write a book on what yeah. not to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. So But that's why we are here where we are. Yeah. And yeah. we want to hear what you guys have to say about the topic um you can share your comments on our landing page which is the coach amy and coach liz show.com <laughs> did i say that right i think so okay. is that our website who knows what's going on <laughs> thanks so much for listening and remember we, we are, are in this together. together until next time